Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. Today, live from Crypticon at Seattle's uh, Doubletree Inn, and I have a uh, the distinct pleasure to bring one of our old scariest buddies on. This is uh, a an interview with Crystal Connor, who is now going to embark on a brand new festival adventure. Yep. Um, and uh, Crystal is uh, a a noted horror author. She uh, wrote uh, The Darkness, My First Nightmare, and They All Lived Happily Ever After. Spoiler, they don't. Oh. <laughs> 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 Truth in advertising. Um, so, you know, I, the, her, all of her, uh, her books are available on Goodreads, and, uh, but she's now going to be venturing into the world of film. Yes. So, uh, without further ado, I'd like to introduce Crystal. Crystal, uh, give, you, give us a little bit of a background of um, uh, what, what you've been doing up to this point and why Cabin in the Woods Film Festival. Okay, so a little bit about me. I am a master imaginationalist. I'm working for the Nightmare um, Prevention in the Sleep Department. Um, I am a moonlighting on Instagram, and I'm a native of Washington State. So basically, I tell really scary stories and, tell, and take a lot of selfies. <laughs> <laughs> Food selfies? <laughs> All kinds of selfies, okay. yeah. And so um, my first book, The Darkness, was published in 2010. And then by the time 2018 came, when I premiered um, my first nightmare New York City Comic Con, I had 13 publications under my name. And so um, now I have opened another corridor in the Horror Den, mm-hmm. and I have a film festival coming up. Oh, I, and that's one other thing that I forgot to mention. I also review uh, movies for horror addicts, and I'm a judge on a bunch of local film festivals, but um, this year I'm not judging because I'm now a festival director. So. I believe you that there there are some festivals that you have gone to that inspired you to go down this rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. It's a, it, and it, and this is no no easy feat. I've, I've I've talked with a number of festival directors. There's you know just the organization, the ability to get uh, filmmakers to submit good movies, mm-hmm. to be able to vet the movies that you do get. And then to try and you know secure your venues, all that kind of stuff. What what madness overtook you to 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 want to do this one? Is there something that you have an, a direct inspiration? We went, you know, I could do that too. Okay, so um, <laughs> back uh, a year ago when I first went to. Um, I was always going to the H.P. Lovecraft Film Festival, but um, I woke up one morning and bought a a VIP ticket to the Portland Horror Film Festival, and I went down there for five days as to watch it as a fan. But the second day, the correspondent in me took over. And mm-hmm. so, and that's when I met you, remember? Yeah, well, this was one of the greatest moments in Scariest Things history was actually Mike Campbell and I were, were um, awaiting the next movie at the Portland Horror Film Festival. And we got, I got a tap on the shoulder. It's like, are you the scariest things? I was like, what? The way you guys were looking at me, I felt so embarrassed because I thought maybe I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because you guys both were like looking at me like, like stunned. And I was like, 
because your voices sound familiar. Yeah. And then you're like, we are. And I was like, oh my God. It was like yeah. crazy. Cause like, I thought that I was wrong, but I, you guys, you walked past me. I was talking to my um, assistant, Callie. And then you started talking and I was like, do you hear that? And she's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And I like basically shoved my popcorn in her lap and I climbed over her. <laughs> and that's when I tapped you on the shoulder. And I'm like, are you, are you guys from the scariest podcast? And there was like nothing. And so I was like, Oh, okay. This is we awkward. Were, we were, we were, we were flabbergasted <laughs> because it was, it is the, the first interaction in the wild where someone actually had recognized us by our voices. Yeah. I, and there are, there've been times where we've actually done presentations on stage and then people come up to us afterwards. But this one was, a, it was, it was a shock. It was the most wonderful kind of a thing to actually, cause I, and it, we have uh, uh, other other friends, um, the Straight Chillin' podcast, who we meet up with in New Orleans for the Overlook Film Festival. Uh, they had a a fan uh, emerge from the wild, as we say, and they you know they did autographs and things like that. And and, and for podcasters, we are, you know, there's there are so many podcasts out there for someone actually to pick up on it. Granted. You expect to see horror podcasters at a horror convention, right, 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 uh, and and certainly Portland Horror Film Festival. If you're going to run into a, yeah, it's like if you want to run into us, come to Portland Horror Film Festival and the HP Lovecraft Film Festival because we're going to be there. Yep. And uh, and Crystal, now you can run into Crystal at, at at these events. But more importantly, you may want to actually go to Cabin in the Woods <laughs> Film Festival. So that was the festival that that weekend that week was what inspired me to do Kevin in the Woods. I had had it in the back of my head for like a while um, because I'm not really a camper. Like I watch too many horror movies, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, being there, watching the films for the first time in the theater with a bunch of people of my elk who yeah, right. we weren't being shushed when we're screaming at the screen, right? right? Yeah. Um, it felt like... So are you are you are you one of those people who will instruct the 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 protagonists on whether they're making smart or stupid moves on the screen? Yeah. So my claim to fame, even before I started uh, writing, um, <laughs> I used to do a DVD pick of the week, and uh -huh. what I would do back in the day when everyone was like bl writing blogging, mm -hmm. I would write out my what I was screaming to the screen, like entry one, two, three, and then I would yeah. do like a um, a summary at the end. Oh wow! And so once I started to slow down and start writing, the guys who were like my fan base for the DVD pick of the week were like, oh, we know you're about to be famous writing, but where's our DVD pick of the week, right? Yeah. And so then after uh, The Darkness was published and I started doing the DVD picks of the week again, I was contacted by um, Horror Addicts and like, hey, would you want to review for us? And I was like, oh, you know? And so then um, they, I was being assigned movies, mm -hmm. which opened my horizon greatly because they were giving me movies that I wouldn't normally watch. And so they gave me a short to watch um, that uh, it's never tear us apart. And it's like seven minutes. And mm -hmm. so it was such a short film that I um, recorded myself watching it mm -hmm. and screaming at the the people on the screen. And um, that was such a big hit that everyone was like, you have to. <laughs> we will never accept another review unless you do it like this. And that's how live action reviews came to be. Okay. So if you guys go to YouTube and yep. like click in live action reviews, yep. all of those reviews are you yep. guys watching me screaming at the people yep. in the, in the yep. 
on the screen. Granted, I think for blockbuster films, there's been this cottage industry of movie reactors, but horror short reactions, we've got you covered with Crystal Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, you know, the, 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 you, you, there's plenty of people who will do the Star Wars movies and the Marvel movies, but our community... Yes, needs community. needs reactors. I think the trickiest thing, though, is being able to get. Um, I think short film reacting to short films, horror, horror shorts, because a lot of the times, in order for them to be successful, they have to stay on the festival, and a lot of festivals don't like releasing short films mm -hmm. because uh, they they want to keep it somewhat proprietary. Mm -hmm. that they and so, like that film was, they reached out to Horror Horror mm -hmm. and like, can we get um, mm -hmm. reviews because they were pitching for a, a larger project, mm -hmm. and so. Normally for the channel, I'm I'm mm -hmm. reviewing full-length movies. Okay. Yeah, and so back to your original question, when I was in Portland, um, like that karam, the karamity of just being around other horror fans and just getting it and just being like in your tribe, mm -hmm. I was like, okay, let me let me go ahead and put on my own film festival, and so um, it's just been so like. I've never been so stressed out and having so much fun at the same time. Uh -huh. Like it's, it's crazy. So, um, the first thing I did is I started looking for cabins that weren't too far, mm -hmm. um, remote, you know, because yep. we need to have a cell phone service. We need to have, um, emergency services. Like when I was like, when I found the cabin, um, on Anderson Island, I was like calling and I'm like, okay, so like if something happens, like how, how long is it going to take, you know, rescue services to get there? Mm -hmm. And the fire chief was like, um, we're on the island. Like, where do you think you're going? Like, <laughs> just call us and we'll be there. And so, like, I'm just making sure. So, one of the things that I, that um, also inspired me was at bigger festivals like HP and um, mm -hmm. Portland Horror and even this one, mm -hmm. as a covering as press, sometimes you cannot talk to the directors and the and the stars that you want to talk to because they have a tight schedule and they're yep. they're giving their time to bigger, more known um, right. press people. And then when you do um, get to interview people, like I interviewed um, at a director from um, Italy and I interviewed her in the pub, but because there were 500 million people from the festival in that pub, right. I couldn't use it because the sound was horrible. Right, And so my idea to have a smaller festival with smaller attendees is that the people can actually talk to the people who are there coming to see mm -hmm. and the interviews that we as press are going to be um, doing, conducting is we'll have better sound quality because we're not competing with right. 500 other people. Yeah. And, and one of the, uh, uh, thing, something that I would recommend, uh, and actually, I'm, I'm fortunate here because today I'm actually being able to do a face-to-face -face with Crystal. Uh, we have previously done a recording that was over a Zoom call, <laughs> which isn't great. Um, so we're, we're going for the high fidelity here. But getting a good dynamic microphone like these keeps it all contained nice and crystal. Clear, <laughs> and then uh, you know I think that get, there's there's these portable units called zooms, which you can take a uh, a, um, a microphone like this and plug in four, and it's it's a reporter's favorite tool. Okay, um, but you 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 want you, you have to watch your <laughs> mic distance when you do these things, um, and and for those who um, aren't watching, uh, well, there's only th Crystal's recording this on, on 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 video, but for those of you listening, uh, that was me waving my microphone around. Um, so the, the festival is happening when? 
from August 22nd to the 26th, okay. and the VIP um, guests mm -hmm. can start checking in on the 21st. Okay. And so this is, this is a very different kind of a film festival. This is more of a um, kind of a retreat. Or Absolutely. And um, and so they're, they're, it, it's built around films, but there will be other activities on the island. This is this is sort of kind of like an exclusive kind of a resorty mm -hmm. um, festival, um, and and it's it's going to be somewhat limited by your, your capacity because there's only so many people who can get on and get I, on the and ferry I and that. all that kind of I, stuff. I did that on purpose, no. right? I wanted to have a smaller mm -hmm. a smaller boutique horror festival. Mm -hmm. um, and I did kind of one of like, the idea behind the Cabin in the Woods is to elevate the horror film festival experience. Mm -hmm. um, it like breaks my heart when I hear people like say disparaging things about horror like yeah. it just makes me want to fight the air but we can yep. still as the horror community there's room for us to yeah. like like i was saying when we first um recorded the video i was working with a vendor's assistant and when she was looking over everything that was going on she was like this is the bougiest horror festival i've ever heard of in my <laughs> life and i was like yeah. and it is like yeah. you know what i mean because like i wanted i wanted um th there there's so many different faucets of horror that it there's no reason why people can't think of it as luxurious. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, well, there's there are uh, I think five thousand people here at Crypticon. We we found ourselves in a little, a little quiet uh, mm -hmm. quiet area to do the recording, but it is a um, it's it's a big a big crowd. But they, they the uh, lots of lots of black t-shirts. Yep. But apart from that. There's the, the the range of why people show up to these things and what their favorite movies are. I mean, there, there's the this so Crypticon is something which is it's not they don't they have they do show some films, but this is more of a convention right, like right. a comic book convention mm -hmm. where there are uh, I think Dee Wallace is here, Kelly Maroney is here. It's the biggest like, horror convention in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. and um, it's and and we have a big horror community in the Northwest, and uh, you know, but that's but you're able to tap into these kinds of th this this kind of an audience. There is there's an appetite for this, mm -hmm. um, and that also shows up at you know, Portland Horror and Lovecraft, and but this is, um, I don't know. There, is there is there another Seattle based horror film festival? This is, I don't consider Crypticon a film festival. Mm -hmm. So we have um, Grey Plot Film Fest, mm -hmm. which is um, um, here, in, there, there's, their theater is downtown. Mm -hmm. uh, we have Bleedingham up in Bellingham, get it, Bleedingham. <laughs> um, we have um, the now, Comedy of yeah. Horrors, which is all comedy horror short right. films. Um, and if I'm missing any, oh, there's a new one that happened um, this year. It was this inaugural year, and it's called, um, I think it's Imagine Film Festival, okay. but I might be doing that. May saying that may be a broader genre than just the, the, like sci-fi and fantasy wrapped into mm -hmm, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. we, and then there's like, there's a bunch of little ones. Like there's mm -hmm. the Puget Sound Film Festival, the Witches right. Horror. There's the, like, so there's a bunch of little ones. Right. Yeah. I know that uh, one of the larger ones out here just hung it up. Uh, North Bend. Yeah, because they lost primary, uh, they lost funding. Yep. Yeah, which is too bad. That was they had they they ran a good program. Uh, I know that we we judged for them for a couple mm -hmm. of years. Um, actually, during the pandemic years, we were getting streamers from them, and they had good content. Yeah. So now 
that that is a torch being handed off to Crystal yeah. to, to to the that the the honor is bestowed on you to bring good horror short films, uh, but a different you know a. a a, the live experience mm-hmm. is is going to be what separates you from everybody else. But tell us a little bit about the kinds of films. What what is what are you hoping for? What have you been receiving? How do you? And if you were a filmmaker who wants to submit a film to uh, Cabin in the Woods, how do you do that? Um, so the films that we're getting, um, some of them are like our my selection committee. So one of the things that I'm not doing is I'm not selecting the films that are going to be playing at my festival because I don't want anyone to accuse anyone who's in my festival mm-hmm. of getting in because they're my friend, right? right? Like I've met a lot of directors. I've interviewed a lot of directors. Sure. And so I have a whole selection. I know there's, a, there's, there's, there's politics that goes into the selection of film festivals. I, t- I was talking with Gwen Callahan who runs... Uh, Portland Horror Film Festival, Gwen and Brian Callahan, uh, and and um, there are and they they've now gotten to the point where they get overwhelmed with films and they can't let everything in. Right, right. And and so you know that they're you get some burnt chaps uh, with that if you're and but since you're you're establishing yourself now, um, that this is you know taking so if you're if you're a Entrepreneurial filmmaker, and you would like, and and you would like to get your film seen. This may be a great starting point for you because it's an open door. It, it is, like. yeah. So no, not all open. So it's genre, like it's all horror, right? No, um, the, and but the subgenres of horror, and then anything that's horror adjacent. Yeah. So because like like sometimes, um, like when we're looking at movies through Netflix, it's thriller, but it's a horror movie. Right? Sure, yeah. absolutely, and 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 I think that's that that. Horror adjacent that that will qualify, you know. I think sometimes some deep cut sci-fi that has some dark elements or dark fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, those things. That, I mean, we'll, you'll see that at most film festivals, and, and and we have a little game that we like to do is horror or not, and we'll we'll bat, you know pitch things back and forth. Like, is Seven a horror movie? My, my I say yes. I do but, too. But some people go, it's a thriller or it's is crime horror. Yeah. But by the same token, if you take at one step to the left, how about Fatal Attraction? Mm, Fatal Attraction, thriller. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that's like, you know, the sexy thriller is a staple, but it's but it's a it's a comfortable neighbor, and I would I would not begrudge a film festival if they were going to a reper- if they're going to do a repertory screening of seventy millimeters of Fatal Attraction or Basic Instinct or something mm-hmm. like that. It, it would it would sort of fit within kind of the emotions that the films are trying to get out of you. Mm-hmm. They're trying to amplify. Your blood pressure and uh, make you scream at the movies like Crystal right, will do. Right, yeah. So, um, so yeah, no, but you, but you, but you've been getting super, super good, and mm-hmm. then some, like with all uh, brand new filmmakers, um, they're making a lot of mistakes, and because the way that the selection committee is judging, mm-hmm. like some are just like missing it by the skin of their teeth. Like, mm-hmm. like you know what I mean? Like right. it's so close, but the points weren't high enough for right. it to be. So that is, that there is a, there is a cutting line, but there is not, um, y- you do not need to be personal friends with Crystal in order to get Right, 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 right. In, and in and if you are my friend yeah. and you submit your film, doesn't mean it's going to get nominated because I'm not on the judging. I'm right. not on the selection. Committee. I, okay, I see. Okay, so that it's it's not. Yeah, so there is a there is a, a vetting mm-hmm. that is happening mm-hmm. uh, that you that, that so uh, is there is there a like if you're just doing shooting on on a handy cam and it's you know because there, there's 
Um, there's a great, oh, and it's killing me now, but I was a judge for um, a 24-hour filming challenge in Portland, and it was horror films. And it would range for stuff that was like total total pro, looks like it was ready, ready for, uh, it, they were festival ready to somebody who just gets their friends together and says, action. Right? We have, from the points that I'm mm-hmm. looking at, because mm-hmm. I'm not watching the film. So the reason I'm not watching the film is because how what's going on is the selection committee is selecting the films that are going to be um, selected for the film festival, mm-hmm. and the VIP judges that are going to be at the cabin are actually going to be judging those films. Like me. Like you, yes. <laughs> and then um, we're going to have a, um, a four-person who's going to be watching but not judging, mm-hmm. because at the end of the, um, on, on Saturday um, morning, at the end of that block, mm-hmm. they're going to be sequestered, and mm-hmm. they're going to tally all those votes and, and put them in a, a red sealed envelope. Right. And then at the theater, mm-hmm. we will have a ceremony after the films are shown. Okay. And so, yeah. And hoping to get as many of the filmmakers there as possible? Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah, we, we have. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, again, it, it's smaller venues. So, like, um, there's only 15 VIP um, mm-hmm. cabin uh, guests. And then at the theater, it's a small theater on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's three different tiers of ticketing. So, all, I forgot to tell you guys, all ticket tiers are all inclusive, mm-hmm. which means that your food and snacks and drinks are included. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the theater, so of course at the cabin, everything is included unless you have a like super specialty dietary mm-hmm. um, requirement. And then we just invite you to bring your own cooler. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the theater, there are three ticket tiers. There's um, black, which is the next under VIP. And if you get that um, ticket, you're getting brunch, you're getting dinner, and then you're getting gourmet concessions. Nice. Um, if you're getting a platinum ticket, then you're getting dinner and then high-end um, snacks and concessions. Mm-hmm. And then if you get a gold ticket, which is general admission, then you're getting... Um, I, like, I like how you start at, at the gold tier. There's, not, there's nothing that's like, this is lead. <laughs> this is this is this is this is this is if you buy the tin membership you can watch through a through a hole in the wall. No. I want every I want it to be an enhanced experience, right? Mm-hmm. I, I want it to be special and bougie. So like yep. at, at the at the gold ticket um you get two concession checks and mm-hmm. so one is for a large popcorn, a drink, mm-hmm. and a candy, and then the second one because it's you know it's a long day at right. the theater. Um, you get either a small popcorn and a drink, or a drink yep. and a candy. And yep. there's an option to buy a to-go right. dinner mm-hmm. so that while the VIP um, cabin black and platinum are at dinner for that break, mm-hmm. you can buy a, a gourmet box dinner and then go sit under the um, space and and enjoy your gourmet box dinner and then come back for the second part of the films. Sounds fabulous. Yeah. So uh, you can probably, there will be um, plenty of the, that information and eventually probably menus and the selections. The menu is already on the, so, it's already on the website. So go, go check out the, the website, which is? Kevinandthewoods.com. Cabinandthewoodsfestival.com. Yeah. Be careful with it because if you do cabinandthewoods.com, you might go to a, uh, a a big movie that of the same name. Right. So um, <laughs> the so the the theater experience, uh, because the there is it are all the films being shown on at at the cabin or are they or is there or there or is there another because my impression was that there was a second venue where actually the the movies are being watched and how so, and how does okay, that happen so um 
at the at the cabin, the movies are being judged. Mm-hmm. And so in the theater, all of those movies are being watched. Mm-hmm. But by the time the VIP cabin guests get to the theater, we don't know who the winners are. Mm-hmm. We're not going to know who won until at the end of the festival when we have this, the um, award ceremony because we okay. have to open the envelopes and yep. be like, oh, the winner of best final girl, the best kill scene, yeah. right? So the people who are coming to the theater will be watching the movies we judged three days before. Okay. Yeah. And uh, are there still VIP slots open? Is there, or how, if you wanted to be, is VIP by invitation only? No, it's um, first come, first serve. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, and the amount, is it, it, like for people who are interested, if they are actually trying to consider whether they're going to go black, platinum, gold, whatever tier they want to do, is it, is there sort of a countdown clock on like, if you want to get in, because this is, again, it's not a, is, is it, it going to be like 200 people or less at this point? Yeah, it's 100 people. Okay. Yeah. That's your that's your head count, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, a, an, and. I think maybe next year, because I'm getting so much feedback. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to tell you. Well, I didn't tell you at the first filming, because it just happened. So mm-hmm. um, Friday... Thursday, when I went home, mm-hmm. I was super mad in a bad mood because I, I didn't get home as soon as I wanted to, mm-hmm. and it made me mad because I couldn't cook. So I went to the taco shop, which I shouldn't have done. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know. I, I always approve a taco <laughs> shop trip. So anyways. And so uh, the guy there, he was like, hey, so what are you going to be doing for the rest of the day? And I'm like, I have to go home and judge these films. I'm behind. And he's like, what kind of films are you judging? And I'm like, horror films. And he was like, Oh my God, like you're into horror films. Like there's this new festival in Washington where you watch the cabin, you watch the films in the cabin. <laughs> and I was like stunned. See, that's that's the moment. <laughs> that right there, that's the same moment like the reaction that Mike and I had when you approached us. That's the moment. I was, and I, I was just like, what? Yeah, and, then and so he, he, probably, he probably goes, wait, no, am I talking about the wrong thing? He didn't know like, no, who I was. Yeah, right. no, yeah he didn't even know it was my festival. And so, so cool. then he was like, and if you go to the theater, the popcorn's included. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, that's my festival. <laughs> so, um, so like, oh, I think that, thinking, that's, a, that's a, a note to all of you listening, that if you are interested, if you're in the Pacific Northwest, which makes it reasonably easy to get there, gonna want to book it soon yeah so and and pricing is on you know we won't go through the whole pricing list but it's on on the site yes it is on the site yeah so uh but but that includes uh actually does it include the ferry ride over to the island it does not okay so that's very so everything everything that is included is once you get to the venue gotcha yeah 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 uh but this is um unique it is it, it is the uh you know, most most film festivals are in a city. Mm-hmm. Um, they tend to be in ours. Is cities. in the city too. The second venue right. is in the theater. But there is a component here, which you know, I think that the part of the appeal is you you get a little bit of both. I know Crystal happens to be very fearful of spending a night alone in the woods in the dark with the in in, in uh, with nothing but the owls and the wolves to listen to. Don't think there's any wolves on the island. There are bears though. Mm, bears on the is it like like black bears? Mm-hmm. Right on. And um, big cats. That we have mountain lions there, but like the, they were saying on the website, which if you are a VIP um, mm-hmm. guest, you're going to get a whole packet. So don't worry. And a, um, and a bucket of bear spray. <laughs> <laughs> they were saying that um, for that time of year, like mm-hmm. in in mm-hmm. Washington, the end of the summer is super touristy, yep. and so the island is going to be super touristy. So the mm-hmm. bears won't 
they, right. you know, they're not going to be right. like when me and my dog went up to Forks, that was completely okay. different because we were in the middle yeah. of nowhere. Right. And so like when you have a small dog barking in the middle of the woods, there's whatever's out there is bigger or more scary than you. It's either yeah. wildlife or a serial yeah. killer. And honestly, folks, the animals out there are more afraid of us than yeah. we are of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I think the the the... the the appeal, because I was a kid who grew up in the woods. My parents are biologists, and so I would spend summers in the Sierra Nevadas, building rock forts and chasing <laughs> chipmunks. I mean, that was my awesome. that was my thing, and so I have um, I I feel completely uh, uh, at home uh, in in the dark in the woods where you know because my my parents live in in a, in a rural area north of Corvallis, Oregon, small college town. And when you go outside, it's the only thing that that's lighting the ground is the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and that's and that there's there's a lot of appeal to that. And if that's a kind of an experience that, if it's like if you're a city slicker and you want to do a sort of a kind of touch the fringes of the wild, this is exactly the there you venue go. for you. Yeah. And then, like you were saying, at the cabin, there's going to be other stuff going on. Like there's yeah. horror events at the cabin mm-hmm. because you guys are VIP guests, and so. I want to treat you guys special. And then there's going to be downtime, too. So mm-hmm. you guys can, like, if you want to go golfing, you can go over yeah. there. There's a passcode. And if you want to yeah. take the boat out. Or if See, you just want to lay there and get too burnt, you can do that, too. Just just relaxing on an island. This is this is your your summer camp retreat, uh, minus the Jason Voorhees aspect of it. <laughs> or so we think. Oh, so we think. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, uh, the the films to date have you have you sounds like the public knows about you. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you're a filmmaker and you, and you wanted to submit for this film freeway, I don't know. Yeah, free, film freeway. I don't know how our international filmmakers are finding us. It's so exciting. We have two films that, according to just the way that I'm looking at the the, the numbers, they're probably going to be selected. They're from. Um, Finland and Norway. We have one from right. Nigeria that, like, oh boy. they blew it out of the water. Like, that film. Have you seen Saloom yet? I have not. Watch Saloom. That is, I think, Ghanaian. Okay. I think. Uh, crazy good. Where can you see Afri- it? You can see it on, uh, I think it, I think it's Amazon now. Okay. Um, I don't know if you can see it on Tubi yet, which is now becoming the scariest thing's go-to source for free horror. <laughs> Uh, you can listen to, we've got a podcast about that, uh, in, in the queue, probably by the time this one airs, uh, the 2B episode will be up. Don't mean to shill too much for it, but yes, that, that, um, I think that there's, there, that Africa is sort of this film industry. They're you're beginning to see more films, particularly out of South Africa and Morocco. I have been seeing a lot, like for the last couple of years, because I review films and people send me films to review. So, like, um, the films coming out of Africa are just like terrorizing yeah. because it is based off of their folklore and their myths yeah. and mythologies. Yeah. And and, and uh, one of the one of the films that I seen because <laughs> they had a copy of my first nightmare because Mm -hmm. um one of the monsters that is in there is from south africa and there's like four other monsters so what's the what is the what is the the south african monster i can't pronounce the name (laughs) (laughs) but like there's um (laughs) it's honesty yeah it's the monster that has um it's like a bleamy it has no head Mm -hmm. and its eyes are on the bottom of his feet so he has to 
chase you on his hands and looks at you with his feet. It's a, it's a terrifying hey, monster. That's a that's straight out of the Del Toro playbook. It's scary. It's super scary. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So and and that book is. My First Nightmare by Crystal Connor. My First Nightmare, and and that is a... Actually, that's a children's storybook, yes? It is, and it um, premiered in New York City Comic Con in 2008. There you go. So, so if, you're looking, if you're looking for something to... Uh, as a gateway thing for you, you and your kids, there you go. Yeah. Um, what was I going with this? Um, <laughs> so the, 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 you're getting some international films... Uh, is there going to be an, like, is, is there is there a Northwest flavor to? to yes, this? we do have um, a, a a section for Washington State only, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't know how we're gonna pick a winner because um, these guys in the Seattle Horror Film um, Society are submitting these films. They're on their A game. I'll tell you how we would pick it. You get judges like me. <laughs> All <laughs> and, right. And we will. They're gonna make it hard because, like, I I watch yeah. the notes for the mm-hmm. selection committee. I don't. I I try not to peek in there too much because I don't want any spoilers. Sure. But um, there's one in there that's making the rounds right now, and I I don't want to say anything because the film festival the the submissions don't close until June thirtieth. So that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah. Was there, there, there's a cutoff date, but you're getting you're getting close. Yeah, June thirtieth is the okay. final last super late deadline, but. Um, it's like they are like fired up about it. So like we just have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And awesome. then so there'll be the award for Washington State is the Sasquatch Award. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And because, so then because uh, that that will be one of the uh, the uh, adventures on the island is the Sasquatch hunch. I, I'm, I'm sure <laughs> the first person to find Sasquatch gets a ribbon. No. Okay. So. Um, I am a black person, right? And when you mm-hmm. guys are watching my um, film reviews, there are rules. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that black people do not do is investigate. So, no, we will not be looking for a Bigfoot. <laughs> no UFOs, no Sasquatch, <laughs> no no Puget Sound Lake, uh, Puget Sound Monster. Yeah, you know. we're not doing that. If um, it happens, it happens. We're not going to go and look for it. Bring like your cameras. You never know. <laughs> I'll be right back. <laughs> Don't ever say that in our movie situation. And then, like, like because the um, festival yeah. is super... Um, um, exclusive. I don't want it to be like, I don't want it to have like a a pretentious feel, but I, I kind of do want it to be like a small venue. Mm-hmm. We do have um, an online festival that runs concurrent. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and there's all kinds of stuff. That so you there can- you go. Actually, that's that's important for, for our audience to know who can't make it to the bougie snack-filled <laughs> trip to the island with the axe-throwing contest. You can still actually stream content um and is that is, is there uh i'm sure there's the is that like the gold the gold rate or is there a streaming rate it's a streaming rate yeah okay. and so um because i want to also um create a festival at home mm-hmm. because like one of the things that um i noticed when i started covering film festivals is sometimes if you don't go to a film festival you don't get to see the films mm-hmm. because they don't always end up on altar or Scream Fest on YouTube, right. right? So, like, if you miss it at the theater, at a film yeah. festival, you're going to miss it. I'm 100%. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. There have been some film favorites. Now, one thing, another shout-out to our Portland folks, Portland Horror Film Festival, Lovecraft. They they have built they have built their reputation on short films. A lot of those films, they... You'll you have to go to Gwen and Brian to get the DVD, right, and right. they can send it to you because there's, there's a lot of that stuff doesn't make like Alter Alter is awesome, 
when it comes to horror shorts. If, you, if you're not into Alter, you should check it out. Some of the best curated horror shorts out there. But it usually takes about a year yeah, they, after they've been in, on in the circulation. festival run, yeah. yeah. They, they, they get the festival run first, and then they get picked up a year later on yeah. Alter. Uh, but for things like uh, Finley, which is a big, which has been a, a big fan hit for us on our channel, um, and uh, the Chris McEnroy stuff, like Guts, mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, Crystal knows about the, the, uh, the was it uh, Death Metal, and we summoned a demon. So there's, you can go there and and. Ned and have with full the chainsaw, confidence. like yeah, we're just, not going to see that anywhere else right. except for in a film festival. Yeah, and uh, so uh, highly recommend that. But more more than that, get in on film festival action so that you get to see it before other people, mm-hmm. and you may not, you may may be the only chance to see some of these things, and they're excellent. Some of these, I I, I have become a huge fan of the horror short. It's mm-hmm. been. Um, and, and and honestly, before I actually started doing uh, the scariest things six years ago, I really wasn't dialed into the horror shorts community. I didn't kind of like how 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 you uh, were you got you had your eyes opened going to to festivals and uh, as a critic, and you go, oh, that's what this is about. Well, even as a critic, it's super fun, right? But like, um, I, as a writer, I'm a fan of the short because. It, it's harder to write a short story mm-hmm. than a big one because you have to grab your audience from the middle of the story, grab them by the throat and don't let go because yep. you don't have that much time to right. tell it, right? Yep. And it's the same with short short films. So, yeah. yeah. Here's, a, here's, a, um, here's a thought. Are there any of your stories that you want to see put to film? And would you be... Would you be interested in showing your own stories at your own festival please say yes yes of course (laughs) um so i have um a book that is available for free but usually people buy it after they like listen to all the stories and that's um they all live happily ever after um and that's on free on apple podcast and so like i get the download um data I look at it every week and there's three that always like compete for the top spots mm-hmm. and one is the monster um the other one is the parish and then the other one is um Amber's new friend mm-hmm. and Amber's new friend tells it's a ghost story but it tells the story from the ghost point of view and why she wants them out of her house oh yeah okay now did the did this particular ghost meet meet an ill that was her end like unexpected and violent or was or did you die of natural causes she's always she's always been in that spot so like the first um peoples who woke her up or the um natives indigenous to louisiana they Mm -hmm. built they felt her presence and they built their um sweat lodge around her and so then over the years it became a sweat lodge a house Mm -hmm. a small like you know what i mean and so she's always Mm -hmm. been in that spot Mm -hmm. and so there was something that happened to one of the people that were living there that made her connect herself to that person Mm -hmm. and so over the years so is this is this like a 19th century tale or it's it's like is it it a contemporary tale it's contemporary tale but it, it tells her just a short piece of her history of how she got there. We don't know how she got there, Mm -hmm. but like how long she's been there. She's been there before, you know, man walked the earth and she'll be there after we're all gone. Oh, okay. And so, um, 
it's from her it's her from her point of view and people really connect with that story mm-hmm. um the ending is was really hard to write and i thought that i wasn't going to include it in the anthology but i'm super glad that i did just based off the feedback that i get from it so and and again so that story is contained within they all lived happily ever they after they all lived happily ever after okay mm-hmm. so um well i think we're but one like, more thing I need oh, to like oh, oh. let you guys know yeah. about the online streaming festival. So I, I still wanted to create a festival environment for people who are going to be watching from home. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of stuff to do when you're streaming online. So like um, before the festival starts for the online guys, mm-hmm. um, there's going to be an escape room that they have to like. Fun. Yep. And then in between each block, there's um, speed trivia. And then there's like a whole bunch of stuff to do while so, you're watching so online. It still is. It's not just like going up and uploading a film and watching it. It's and that, that that's hard to do. I think that a lot of the streaming festivals during the pandemic had found out how do you do how how do you create content to make it still to give you give the same essence, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And they all tried different kinds of ways to do it. Uh, a lot of the, sometimes it would be interviews and live live things that you wouldn't get otherwise um or that they would have uh, i remember Q&A. yeah you know that, that and then that the kind of break stuff. rooms right and um yeah and just sort of like feedback kind of uh things so looking forward to see how you do this this is going to be you know i, I it's an exciting i congratulate you, you on your on your new <laughs> your new voyage um i think this is it this is kind of the ground floor starting this thing up be prepared if when this thing becomes successful that you're going to need to sort of adjust your sights and absolutely how, and how this thing works because it is I'm already point. knowing that for next year I'm going to have to have a bigger theater. Yeah. Because like I was not expecting. I mean, I ambitious and I think ambition should be a one of the seven deadly like an eighth deadly because yeah. really like who like You I, know what that's called? It's pride. Oh, but like when you say it like that, it sounds bad. It's a sin. What you saying? You said you said, you said know, it was a sin. I know, like it's different. Right. Like to be, but I guess you're right. Yeah, so it is. It is pride. Yeah. And I'm, I am. That is that that that's my my <laughs> sin. If if it's it's because, because like I think on the, like when we do like the the traditional seven deadliest, mine is vanity and gluttony. Okay. Because I I. Like like my own reflection, yeah. and I am gonna eat cake for breakfast. Yeah. Mine is mine is pride and sloth. <laughs> right. I I woke up today at nine thirty because I'm I'm on a I'm I'm at a festival and I was up late last night and I was like I'm not gonna get up until I have to. So, but that's yeah. different. That's festival life. Yeah. Like, that, well, but that is because it's late nights. But right? it's also that's my go-to place too. <laughs> I'm historically I'm the guy who's well, but but the thing is. I, I take that back because I am also once I'm once I'm engaged in something like I am the I get to work a little late but I stay even later Longer, yeah uh, because I'm also a completionist I am a uh, I I can't leave I I can't leave work until I if if I'm still thinking about work when I'm in the car on the way home I I gotta turn around and I right, finish, right, right, finish right. what I'm doing. Otherwise, or I I can't sleep that night. And right, that right. Sucks. It really does. Fortunately, I think with I've I've gotten to the point in my career where I know how to sort of I have the uh, 
I have the Eric mode. Eric the architect mode shuts off. Eric the scariest thing <laughs> mode kicks on, and then my second. So I have that. So so yeah, it's it's a weird combination of uh, of pride and sloth because they kind of compete against each yeah, other. Yeah, they do. Anyhow, <laughs> um, Crystal, this has been a, a real treat. This is um, getting getting firsthand because I will be there. I hope that I will see a lot of you listening there. Uh, and not uh, a lot of you, like only 15, (laughs) 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 but you can like, you know, uh, participate on the online. Sure. Yeah. Sure. See at the theater, hopefully. Or see you online. Yeah. See you online. Yeah. Crystal, thank you so much. It's been so fun. Okay. Thank you so much, you guys. Thanks for hanging out and hopefully we'll see you at the cabin. Bye-bye.